You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us again on The Science of Superpowers. We're so delighted to have you here and, and have our wonderful guest with us today, where we're going to be talking all about the science of healing. And I know so many of you come into these spaces from more traditional backgrounds, from um, careers where things like superpowers and healing and miracles and all of those things aren't really discussed. There's not really a place for them in a lot of uh, more of our traditional environments, but we're starting to see huge shifts in that direction where we have companies that are bringing in um, consultants to to address things like um, emotional intelligence and, and being sure that we're, we're attending to some of these subtle energies that exist between us and the miracles and the superpower space is, is no different. It, it's sort of infiltrating all of these various arenas as we look at this mass sort of awakening, upgrading that, that seems to be happening. And, and so in this conversation, I invite you all to really look at it from this angle of regardless of how we kind of step into spaces, we have our programs about things and, and, and what science and who's got authority and who gets to say and how these things come together and, and what's real and what's not real. And, and a lot of that is what's being um, sort of reworked and tested in all of our paradigms right now. And so in this conversation, we get to look at, well, what if some of this stuff is really rather commonplace but we've been looking at it through a different lens. And so, so to me, that's really the, the gift of today's conversation is to, is even if you're not sure what you believe or, or what you think is possible, we've had way too many accounts now, of people who um, attest to the fact that these things are real and that, and that they exist and that we're able to not just um, witness them, but, but even play a part in, in them unfolding, whether it's a specific ability that you have or, something that that happens to you and you're not real sure how it's happening. And so and so we're going to talk about some of that today with with our guest Brent Michael Phillips who who is he's not just an author, he's not just a, a healer. He has this unique way of looking at things that says, "Hey, I think this is duplicatable. Like I think there's a there's a science here. I think there's a pattern. I think there's a formula which we you all know is totally my love language." So, so I'm excited to share his wisdom with you all today. Um, it, right now, we're talking about the experience part two, the formula for miracles. And and again, I, I, I really invite you to take this out of the scope of, um, you know, is this is this something that, that I can follow? Is this something I want to implement? And on today's conversation, just take a pause and sit back and listen um, and expand your mind about as far as it's possible and receive what he's going to share with you today. And I think you're going to find a lot of wealth of information in that. So we're not going to hesitate to bring him on right now. Brent, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to be here. This is great. Oh, well, thank you. So we're going to ask you our pivotal question. What are your superpowers and how do you use them for good? Well, you know, it's interesting. I would say th this may not sound like a, a something like the X-Men, but my superpower is that I can take some very complicated esoteric ideas and techniques and find ways to explain them so that regular people can understand and use them. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's Beautiful. really, I would say that's my superpower. That That's what I'm best at. Oh, well, that's fabulous. And so, so give us an example of that. So what is something that uh, maybe something recently that you've been puzzling through or contemplating and 
you're able to sort of like, how's that process work for you? Well, I know that one thing that's happened to me a lot of times, I mean, I've gotten dozens of letters and emails over the years where somebody will say, Hey, Brent, I, you know, I've been living in an ashram for 20 years or studied Buddhism my whole life or been deep into spirituality. And uh, it's a very similar story that go, but I didn't really get it till I worked with you. I didn't Mm. really understand these things deeply and fully until I went through your programs and worked with you. And oh my gosh, now I get it. Now it all makes (laughs) sense. And and I'm really proud of that. I I love working with people and watching that light bulb go on as they get it. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I, d- I think it definitely qualifies as a superpower. And, and I, I think you could be an honorary X-Men with that, really. That's, that's pretty <laughs> powerful. So, so we're, we're going we're gonna to jump to a quick break, folks, here so we can come back and really dive into this stuff with Brent. Before we do, though, where can we send people to find out more about you? Sure. If anyone wants to learn more, just hop over to my website at awakeningdynamics.com. Awakeningdynamics.com. Thank you. We'll have a link to that, folks, on the episode page. Also. We invite you to take a peek at our community. And if you want to join up with us, we have live events each week and opportunities for you just to connect and, and talk with other people who are interested in these things and, and discussion groups and, and just an opportunity to, uh, so many of you report back to us that you don't have people in your life to talk to about these things. And so find the places that resonate with you. Start playing with this stuff, right? Life is a participatory activity. Check out Brent's stuff, go to his events, read the book, come check out our community, whatever it is that you feel called to, but start tapping into what is my next step in this process, right? What is it that I'm seeking? What am I curious about? What's going to open me up or enliven me um, even more than where I'm at right now? And, and, and keep doing that. It, it does. There's a cumulative effect when we, when we take those next steps. So hang in there, go to superpowerexperts.com and we'll be right back here after the break. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high-vibe connections, Superpower Masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Awesome. We're back. We're talking with Brent Michael Phillips today about the science of healing. And before the break, Brent was telling us about his superpower of being able to make this stuff accessible, right? What is it? Because there are some very, very, very complex things that happen in these subtle spaces. And and as you continue on your expansive journeys, right, the knowingness expands as well. And and you start to, you know, in a moment, in a in a blink, you see all of these various dimensionalities and all of the information. And, and some of the challenge for a lot of you is taking that conceptualization and being able to filter it down into something usable for yourself, um, something usable for others. You know, if you're in the practitioner space or the or the assisting space. Um, and so, so Brent, I love what you said about that because I think a lot of people shy away from these things because they don't know how to explain them to themselves, um, to their families, right, to their spouses, sometimes to their parents, to their whoever it might be. Um, co-workers, it, it seems weird because because I don't know about your experience, but in our world, most people who sort of step onto this path, like their things start to change, like reality starts to shift, world starts to change. And sometimes that can be kind of um, disturbing to people. And, they, and I think the natural tendency is to wonder, well, do I want this, right? Do I even want to step into knowing this? What how do you guide people in the sense of, of sort of, I love, because you have such a matter of fact, sort of practical approach to it. 
how do you handle things like that? Like, like what really are we talking about here? And do I really want this kind of thing? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of funny that, that the reason, one of the reasons we struggle so much, that so many people are struggling with their business, with their career, with their relationship, with their health, with their addictions, I mean, it goes on and on and on, is that we're, we're playing the wrong game. <laughs> it would be like uh, everybody, yeah, it'd be like everyone Drop else is uh, all lined up to play soccer and you show up in your ice hockey gear. Yep. And you wonder why you keep getting called for penalties. Well, you're playing the wrong game <laughs> that the way it works is different than what we think. That and, is absolutely true. Please continue. And that's a big reason why we, we, we work so hard and accomplish so little so much of the time <laughs> that it just seems like everything is against us, that mm-hmm. life is this hard slog that you have to fight for every inch, fight for every penny. And it doesn't have to be that way. But until you really understand the game we're playing and the rules of it, you're going to be at a huge disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And it, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, I remember back in the, what was it, the 90s, early 2000s, when Robert Kiyosaki got big with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> it made a lot of sense to me because why is it that some people are consistently wealthy and successful and others struggle their whole lives? Well, mm-hmm. it all comes down to sort of the models they hold in their head, how they view things, our ideas of how this game of life works. And, you know, quite frankly, most of us got really bad training from our parents and teachers that we're trying to do things that just won't work. And we wonder what's wrong with us. And the good news is for everyone listening, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just the way you're approaching and relating to things in your life. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Or as I will sometimes say to my clients and students, the problem is almost never what you think the problem is. The problem is the way you look at the problem, how you're trying to solve it. So for someone struggling with money, they would say, well, my problem is I don't have money. That's not actually true. There was a fascinating experiment done by Oprah, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, where she found two people that were homeless that seemed to be really good candidates to get their lives back on track. In other words, they didn't have any serious mental illness. They weren't dealing with drug addiction, nothing like that. And she gave them $90,000 each. And they both blew through the money and one ended up declaring bankruptcy. So when we look at this, the problem isn't the problem. The problem is how we think about the problem, how we relate to it, how we try to solve mm-hmm. it. Well, Which and we, we something on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In our space, that, that's exactly what I was going to comment on is that that's a big part of the reason our curriculum and the basis of our work starts with this concept of, you know, who are you? Um, and because we, as you know, in, in our decades of this, it was diving through like, well, what is it that, like, where are people really getting tripped up? And you start peeling these layers back and it's like, oh, well, that's not where. And that it, it starts before that. It, it starts before that. And it's like, it really does come down to what we believe about ourselves, who we believe ourselves to be, what we believe about the nature of reality, you know, sort of what you're saying, which is really beautiful. That's why I was giggling. It's like, what game are we playing? Like, like, because, because we don't realize the inner contradictions that we hold as, and, and why we get frustrated, you know, the law of attraction takes a lot of hits on things because it, you know, people get frustrated with it and it doesn't work. But what you're speaking to is, is exactly those dynamics, which is, well, what are you trying to get it to do for you? And in what game are you trying to apply it to? Um, and, and knowing where you're at with that, um, 
you know, again, in our space, we would we refer to a lot of things as, in terms of dimensionality because it gives people sort of a framework to say, wait, how, why does it look this way in some moments and why does it look this way in other moments? And, and what's, is the world really changing that fast in front of my face or is it something that's being generated from me, right? Is there some sort of a, a projection, reflection sort of concept happening here that 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 is throwing me off and so so i love what you're talking about it's gonna know what game you're playing and and there you know most of us in this space have sort of gotten where we're at um by opting out of 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 the game that we thought we were playing um for me in particular it wasn't until i had checked a whole lot of boxes this lifetime like trying to find the the perfect job or whatever it was that i thought i was supposed to want and and I remember the moment sitting, I was uh, cleaning my weapon <laughs> as a counterintelligent. I was not loving it because it's, you know, tedious task. But but it, but I was thinking to myself, like, I, I get this. Like, I, I, I know what it's in service to. It's in something, service to something bigger. So I could wrap my mind around that aspect of it. But I just remember that moment where it kind of hit me in the gut. It was like, and still, this is just a job. And I realized in that moment, I had been holding it as, the goal, right? The motivation, the the whole p- purpose of my beingness was like to do this, what, like, what was the thing that I was supposed to be doing? And I never really got there until I had checked a lot of boxes. I don't know that everybody has to go through that part of the process. Um, but for me, that, that, that was sort of the realization for me. How, how did you come to the realization that maybe you were wanting to play a different game? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I, I'll admit that for me, it was pure desperation that I was in such a dark place with my life that I had been, I was put on permanent disability at 27 years old, told I could never work again. I'd never be out of pain. There was no hope of recovery. Uh, my lifelong best friend had betrayed me and stole the company I had founded, sold it for uh, over $3 million and uh, had also secretly been dating the woman I was in love with. So mm. I was, for me, it was just a lot of desperation. I found myself on lifetime disability at 27, living in my parents' extra room and having no, uh, barely being able to get through the day with drinking and drugs because I was Mm -hmm. in so much pain. And it wasn't any, for me, it wasn't uh, any sense of a noble quest. It was just, I was desperate for any change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it came along several years later when I met a healer and experienced a miracle and started to get my life back. And I think the, the, one of the things people need to know is if you want to move your life forward, you need to find the places where you've made your hidden and invisible assumptions, because that's often where you're going to find the the huge room for growth. Mm. In other words, the, the questions that we know how to ask usually aren't the ones that give us the answers we need. (laughs) So I'll, I'll give an example. One of the biggest things you'll see is most people have no idea what they are. And so if we, if we look at your typical law of attraction material, there's a lot of programs out there that will say, hey, you're a powerful being, you can create the kind of life you want, you just need to learn to manage your power better, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you that if you go and join a mastermind and jump on the stage and make a vision board, then everything you want in life will come to you. Well, we all know that's, that's right. nonsense, right? <laughs> Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's no truth there, but here's my question. What exactly is this you that is a powerful being? 
What exactly What's the common is, denominator, right? That's right. What is this you that can have what it wants? That's right. And th- this is what I mean by we need to ask the questions that we don't think to ask. We need to find those invisible assumptions. And this was enormous for me in turning my life around because I was uh, in my 40s and I'd been a full-time healer for almost a decade before I even stopped to ask that question. What is this me? Mm-hmm. I always so thought subtle. I'd, it is. It's yeah. so subtle. Yes. We never stop to think to ask it. And well, we that, don't. of course, that, that leads us to the process of what I call awakening. That's how you find the answer. What is mm-hmm. this you, right? Where did mm. you come from? What is consciousness? What is life? How does it work? How is it that we seem to be separate, but we know we're all one? Yeah, there's a contradiction there, isn't there? Well, and that's that's not the sexy stuff, right? Like that's the thing that right. it's it. We want the 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 pill. We want the quick fix. We want to we want to talk about the cosmos rather than ourselves. Like we want to we want to create new you know planets of beings to connect with to explain. The fact that no, I'm really sad because I haven't learned how to process trauma in my system. Like I don't, I don't know yeah. how to deal with the world, so I'm going to create a more elaborate one to occupy my time and distract me from it. And and we see that in the virtual space a lot, especially with uh, social media. But it's it's nothing new, right? Like what what we're what we're being given here is an opportunity to say, okay, clearly some of the foundations that we've been resting on are a little bit more than shaky. And maybe we might want to look for foundations that provide us solidity, like longitudinally. And that, and that's what really attracted me to the idea of bringing you on the show is the, is, is, is making sure people know that it is duplicatable. Like there is a place that you can get to where your practices, your, your processes, your awarenesses, um, how you deal with, with friction in your existence, you can you can get to the place where you have ways of walking through that that never fail ever. But it takes a willingness to first look at what you what programs you currently hold, and like Brent was talking about, what game are you playing? You know, it's easy to to talk about being dissatisfied in our lives. Um, it's easy to talk about not having enough or knowing that you you need to do more, you need to be better, you need whatever the cases may be. But but when we pause and we turn around and look at those pieces in the faces, most of the times those pieces aren't really willing to define their terms. They're real squirmy because they don't want you to look too hard at them. They want you to continue to feel dissatisfied because as long as you're feeling dissatisfied, you're going to distract yourself in some other method. Whereas if you can do what Brent's talking about, and just say, okay, stop. Like, who am I in this equation? Like, like, what? Are, who is the like the the vantage point? You know, where are we looking out from, and and what does that mean? And then, if that's what that means about me, what must that mean about everybody else? And and this is lifetimes of work, folks. And so, it's not. It can happen quickly. Like the awakening can be instantaneous, but the unfoldment and the reprogramming is a process. And so, so I love what you're talking about and in the ripping or not ripping apart, but like we don't need to be violent, but, but sort of the stripping away of the, um, of the romanticism of it, but all, but also what's, what's unique is that, I mean, you talk about miracles, like nothing's quite as romantic as the idea of, of miracles, 
So, so it's kind of this interesting journey where you strip it all down, but then what you're saying is on the other side of that is this beautiful get right, this beautiful experience. And so can you talk a little bit um, about that process and, and encouraging people just to kind of keep going toward that vision? It is. And I, I understand that many of us get into this work and try it because we're looking for a miracle and there's nothing wrong with that. I totally understand that. And you will see miracles happen. I mean, I teach a system of what I call higher dimensional living. And I show people how to access these higher dimensions that are right there. It's just, we haven't been trained on how to use them. Mm. And what, what people need to see is that, uh, yes, sometimes you can place a bet and gamble and have a win, but that's not going to be consistent or replicatable, right? <laughs> that when, when I first learned healing, I had a hell of a time with it. It was mm. really difficult for me. Because my background is in software engineering, science, math, right? Logic. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I was so stuck in my head from all the years in MIT and all my years in software engineering that I couldn't do it. And so I took a different approach. I th said, hey, you know what? I may not have any natural talent for healing or intuition, but I am a great engineer. So I put, <laughs> I put that skill to work and I spent 10 years going around reverse engineering the master's. Oh, I looked at what they did and it took a lot longer than I thought. Right? Mm -hmm. I figured it'll be a year or two. Nope. Took me about yeah. 10 years and I met what a lot of saying? Yeah. You want to hear God laugh, right? Tell yeah. Me tell them plan. your plans. That's right. <clears throat> wow. And I, 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 little by little pieced together what was going on, what was really happening. And I, I, oh, I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just delighted in what you're saying. Please continue. Uh, the, the, what I found is, when I work with someone just one or two times, right? An hour here, an hour there. Yes, sometimes we see life-changing miracles, but the probability is, I don't know, 10, 20, 30%. But that's not bad, right? But with people that are really willing to embrace this, to make it a part of their lives, the success rate is about 100%. Mm -hmm. because and it, duplicatable. It, yes, it is absolutely duplicatable. And That's I would say right. that this process of awakening, of discovering the higher dimensions, of activating your real power is similar to, say, learning to play guitar. That pretty much anybody can learn to play guitar if they want to. Huh? Mm -hmm. The only reason most people can't play guitar is it's just not a priority for them. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not interested enough to go spend time buying guitar, practicing, finding a teacher, having lessons, right? But if you're willing to engage that process and you have a good teacher, you can learn to play guitar really well. That's if you're exactly, to right. That's so, exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And so, and the, and I oh no, go go ahead. Ahead. no, you first. <laughs> I have I have these burning shares where I'm connecting in with you, so I apologize. The uh, I, I was laughing because that, that's exactly how we stumbled into this stuff too. As we came out of the counter interval, my husband and I and. and started a corporate counter intel business and we started looking at you know kind of why do people keep like repeating these same mistakes in business because it was it was a weird world to us because we were come from government and um and we didn't understand why people kept paying us to 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 look into things or to help them clean up things when they had the power within themselves to either avoid it in the first place or clean it up themselves like it just it didn't make a lot of sense and and so while it was really good for business, that that just sort of stuck. And it was like, well, how do you, like, what are they doing? Like, why would they keep doing this? And so it just kind of, 
like over time, you know, just sort of an observation and conversations and stuff. And then, and then deep study, um, we, we walked a similar path to you. And, and what's fascinating is what we're seeing now that that was at a time when it was still pretty like the onesies and twosies, people were like voluntarily coming into these spaces. Um, and, and, and what so many have experienced over the last couple of years is like, I don't, I don't know that this is totally voluntary anymore. Um, I think that there's a lot of pressures that are being created in people's existence because the old game, if you will, the game that they were playing, isn't working quite like it used to. And, and it's creating a lot of angst. And so a, a lot of people kind of are expressing the, the experience of being thrust into the, this work and into these discovery processes um, without really an understanding of why and, and what's happening to them. And so, so as you're listening to this sort of, sort of feel into to where you're at with this are you are you totally tracking like yeah inevitably like this is sort of the path that that we need to take this awareness path this this practice like Brent's talking about um and or is this is this something that you're like yeah gung-ho like you're really like yeah I'm on top of this because because kind of knowing where you sit with that conversation I think is going to be really important moving forward and in and what are you willing to dedicate to it for us it was the only way we saw through it like everything else was like this, everything is destined to fail unless you apply these concepts, right? Unless you really play this other game, the other game is truly destined to fail. That's the point of it. And so it's like, well, well what would you like to experience, you know, in that regard? And so I, I love everything that you're saying and, and that approach that you're taking with it. Let's Let's wrap this up and just invite people to, so, so regardless of what the next step is for them, right? Some people are seasoned veterans at this, but they really aren't, um, you know, taking the knowledge base now, now they need to be applying it, right? The discipline, like you're talking about, of actually practicing, um, practicing the guitar. Like, what can we offer to people who, who are really kind of stuck right now um, and need to move into more that embodiment or that integrative phase of doing that work? What, what can we offer them to kind of encourage them on their way? Well, what, what I would want everyone to know is I'll meet you whatever your level of commitment is. So if you just want to dip your toe in the water, go to some free <laughs> live events and that's all. That's okay. Just hop onto my website. You'll see them listed, right? No problem. If you're more serious about making changes and you're willing to commit to a process, I would love to assist you with that. Mm. Because what, what I found is uh, to quote one of my uh, teachers, uh, he said, most people don't want fr real freedom. They just want to build a bigger prison for their ego to roam around in. <laughs> and if you are just looking to build a bigger prison for your ego, I'm okay with that. That's part of life, right? We all want to have a bigger house, a faster car, a more attractive partner, better health, more money, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm also here for those that are seeking the real freedom. Mm, the, beautiful. I, I remember back in when I was... Uh, at grad school at MIT, writing some of the code that became the foundations of the modern internet, we really thought this internet was going to change the world in a positive way. We really believe that. Hmm. And yet it's caused so much harm and so much damage that we didn't see coming. And the mm -hmm. reason is simple. Technology is only as useful as the consciousness using it. <laughs> so oh you develop goodness. high technology and give it to people of low consciousness, they will use it to cause incredible harm. So we really need to focus on the consciousness. We, we is, must have been pick, pick, picking up a similar wavelength. The, uh, the 
I had heard at one point in time that moving forward, businesses in particular, were going to have to attend to both the rate of technology as well as consciousness. Um, and if, if we don't start putting those two things together, and then and just like as you're speaking to, um, I, think, I think we're seeing the results of that. Yeah, because if you can combine high technology and high consciousness, the sky's the limit. Oh my that gosh, I know. We, we, that, that, did you know, a lot of listeners may not know this, that almost every problem we have in the world today, there is already a solution. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the will to implement it. Mm-hmm. And it's we, all we about just consciousness. Finished, we just wrapped up our um, beta test. On, we were testing podcasting, the efficacy of podcasting in what we call spiritualized business models or high vibe business models. And um, that's exactly what we found too. You can use some of these tools, but you have to use them in a different way. And that's what we found with podcasting and why, because we couldn't explain the ridiculous success, right? We have a network that's in the top 1.5% of podcasts globally, and it was all organic, no celebrity, no platform, no marketing. And we couldn't quite figure out how that happened outside of exactly what we're speaking to, which was the model did exactly what the model was designed to do. It's a collaborative model and all ships rise. And so it proved itself, but it's it's exactly what you're speaking to. We could not falter on the consciousness meter. We could not sacrifice the marching orders in any way, shape or form. Every time we tried to like lean a little bit into the old paradigm, it failed miserably. And um, as long as we attended to the vibration of it and the guidance that we felt like we were receiving, you know, through that process, this was the result. And so it, you know, it made a, it made believers out of us, but it, but it was, um, but it, it is, it's almost impossible to explain using old, paradigm it has to be explained and used and worked like brent's talking about in this completely different landscape and in and it's different it's a very the rules are different we understand cause and effect differently here you know everything changes when you're willing to step into these bigger spaces so brent you and i could probably talk for hours and hours and um and i and i appreciate your very down-to-earth practical and generous um, approach. And so take advantage of that, folks. Go check out Brent's stuff at awakeningdynamics.com or check out his books. You can find those. We'll have links too in the episode page. Brent, last minute thoughts for folks who, um, let's inspire them. Let's give people something like this. Is, this, this is okay, folks. This is an opportunity, right? Like, like, like let's hit them with something inspirational. Yeah. There's an old saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. And I found that with my life is absolutely true that no matter how dark things look, you never know what's right around the corner. Mm. That if I look back almost 20 years ago on this day, I was sitting at home contemplating suicide because I was in chronic pain. I was uh, broke about to lose my home and (laughs) my arm was paralyzed by a surgery. I couldn't even drive on my own. And a few days after I met this crazy, crazy healer lady, and I experienced a miracle that gave me my life back. Mm. And I could go on and on, right? This has happened not mm-hmm. once, but over and over in my life. That's right. The th- same thing, same things seem to be in an impossible place. I just didn't see how it could get better or move forward. So if that's you, don't worry. You're in a good place. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. The mm. higher dimensions are there supporting you. They're there to help you. But 
you know, we, we just got to get our ego out of the way. We just got to let go, <laughs> get into the flow of life. And if we can tap into that higher power, you may be amazed at where it takes you because uh, life rarely takes you where you expect it to go. But if you're willing to engage the process, it always takes you somewhere better. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a former counterintel agent and soldier and an MIT engineer sitting here talking about superpowers and miracles. So I would say anything's possible. For sure. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Brent, thank you so much for joining us and for the work that you're doing in the world. And for those of you out there, take advantage. Go check out Brent's stuff if you want to connect. Uh, connect with him there, connect with us at Superpower Experts, join the community, but participate, take action, take steps. Don't just sit around and complain. There are plenty of resources with very, very valuable information. You just got to start on the path. Um, Listen to the podcast. That's free for you all. Check out the IM series. That's our weekly video series. Get in where you fit in, essentially. Like we There are solutions out there, folks. There are many, many, many of us stepping up and saying, hey, we are here to help. Um, Take advantage of that. This is a great time. When some of us stepped into these spaces, there weren't very many people here to help. So there's lots of people here to help. Find what resonates with you and, and take steps forward. Brent, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to be here. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you all for listening. We so appreciate you. We appreciate you sharing the network. Um, And until next time, remember, we love you and love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.